that coach who has that look, the look of doesn't give an F about Nebraska tradition, that look of um, of a candy store who knows he's at Nebraska and will relish the opportunity to get the statue built, who knows the challenge ahead is monumental and will honey badger the hell out of it. What he's basically saying is this is a job that people want. It will be a job that people want. I know what it feels like right now, and I know I've been – I've been right in the middle of this since 2002. I know. Not as long as most of you, but right in the middle. I, I know. I know your thoughts. They, people will take the money. People will come. You know? They're going to come. You build the field. It's built. Memorial State is beautiful. They're continuing to work on it. The money's there. Someone will come. Hell, Clay Helton, <laughs> after yesterday, might come. I don't know. But somebody will come. Trust me. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we start with Mitchell. Good morning, Mitchell. How are you doing? Mitchell, are you there? Mitchell? Going once? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead, Mitchell. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, man. Uh, Man, there's so many things. I don't even really know where to start. Um, I know we're all out of excuses. Um, I just want to say that uh, as a fan, let's just do what we can. I know the last few years, Memorial Stadium has lost its edge as far as the crowd. So my favorite saying is all in or all out. So Saturday, as a fan, let's stand the whole game. Oh, yeah. Be involved. Be loud. And if you don't want to support us, you know, until the end, then don't show up. You know, watch it on TV. Do your thing. But if you're in the stadium, stand up. And be loud. We can we can turn this around, and let's do it. Go Big Red. Hey, Mitchell, I appreciate the call. Look, man, that's what we talk about all the time, right? Fan stands for fanatic, and you you should be fanatical about your team. And, yeah, you should be hyped about next Saturday. I know. I know the feeling right now. By Wednesday and Thursday, though, Oklahoma's still coming to town. Oklahoma's coming to town giving you an opportunity to win a game that you think can turn your season around. That's the way the players should be thinking about it. It's the way the coaches should be thinking about it. That's the way fans should be thinking about it. But at the same time, in the back of everyone's mind, it's, you know, this is over. You know, and I that sucks, man. It really sucks. I, I can't say it enough. I thought this would work. I understood that there wasn't a lot of experience there, that the man had only been an offensive coordinator for his, like five seasons and, and a head coach for two seasons. And one of those seasons was a, a season where that team, their team ended exhausted and didn't play very well in the bowl game. I get all of that. But at the same time, this was supposed to work, right? It was supposed to work, and it didn't. And we're in a situation now where there's people who have to make bold decisions, and that's Trev Alberts and the boosters and the regents and – they have to make a bold decision, and that decision could come at any moment. It really could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened tomorrow. I don't think it will, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened tomorrow. Let's go to Jacob. Good morning, Jacob. How are you? Morning, guys. How are you? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you sound good, man. You sound good. So, uh, long-time listener. Love your, love your show. Always listen. Um, for some reason, I felt compelled to call in simply because the, the, the quote-unquote high school football coach of 48 years or whatever just – he really, he really touched the nerve, and I think you hit on some of his points. I, I would reply to the guy the same, the same way you did, is what, what evidence does he have in recent memory? 
that no matter how good the Nebraska's offense is, they'd be able to do that against the likes of Iowa or Wisconsin. And I don't care how good or bad their offense is. They, they've demonstrated that they don't have to be very good because they can stop us, no problem. So I'm just wondering, you know, where this enthusiasm comes from. Uh, but to, uh, to give you a question before I hop off and listen to, um, what do you think the likelihood is that some of the staff gets retained? Because I really, I really do like the scheme that was brought here by um, the offensive coordinator now. But what do you think the likelihood of keeping him around possibly and maybe Joseph for his recruiting boost that he brings? What do you, th- what do you guys think the likelihood of that is? Hey, Jacob, we appreciate the call. I, I would say this. It's going to be up to the head coach, right? You don't ever want to be the athletic director that fo- forces a coach to keep people. We've seen that here. And I was going through the history this morning as I was writing up some stuff, and that was what happened to Frank Solich. Frank Solich was forced to keep some guys, right, to not make some changes that needed to be made. And by the time he made them, it was almost too late. Um, Scott Frost chose to keep his entire staff to come over here from Central Florida. And, you know, it was probably a mistake. And he waited maybe a year too long to, to make changes and make moves. Um, you can't ever force a head coach, a new head coach, to keep coaches. Let him bring his own people in. If he wants to keep Mickey, Mickey's a hell of a recruiter, already knows the area, is doing a great job, has that tie to Louisiana, it would be a no-brainer to keep him. I don't know if Mark Whipple would want to stay around for another head coach. I have no idea. Mark Whipple's probably close to the end of his career, closer to the end of his career than he is the middle, for sure. So keeping guys are always up to the head coach. I would never, never, never as an athletic director force a guy to keep somebody. I don't care how great the coach is, the assistant is. It'd be, Bill Callahan kept Turner Gill on for one year for the transition. That's great and everything. Didn't have to. I, I would have been fine if Bill Callahan didn't do it. Because you shouldn't be forced to keep guys. You just shouldn't. Let's go to Jason, who's in Kansas City. Good morning, Jason. Good hey, morning, Michael. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like a lot of these callers, big fan. I'm your biggest cheerleader when things are going great. Uh-huh. Like I said, it's... So when I see bad football, I mean, you're going to hear about it. We're going to be like Bo and Bobby Knight, and we're going to be fired up. And and, and what what I see yesterday, a lot of average, below average football coaches getting upset yesterday. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're in our own little bubble. But you look at all the upsets yesterday. Do, do we want those coaches coming to, to Nebraska? I, I, I don't know, but it's going to be a heck of a decision for Trev if we end up having to go that route because – there was a lot of upsets yesterday, and, and I don't know if I want Jimbo Fisher coming to, to coach, you know, Nebraska football. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's it's just truly baffling with all these close losses the last year and a half. I mean, we got rid of Bo because he was just getting blown out. We've yeah. gotten rid of coaches for all sorts of reasons, and now we're going to get rid of a coach. It looks like, again, just, you know, he just he cannot get the, the job done because of his record and all that. So, I have faith we will stumble into a coach. I mean, look at KU. I mean, over yeah. the years, they've stumbled into coaches. Mm-hmm. So I, I know it can happen. But like I said, there is part of me, like I, I do kind of fall into Paul's, you know, camp, and, but I do see your side too. I mean, with all this chaos going, we've seen teams melt down at Nebraska. But with all this all this negativity that has been surrounded the program the last couple of weeks, I, I was shocked we were able to even stay up point-wise. Uh, yesterday on the scoreboard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and who knows, maybe next week we will get blown out, but it is, it's a, it's a heck of a head scratcher, but uh, um, Hey, Jason, know, Jason, real quick, you should, yeah. you should not feel bad 
to believe your team's going to win next week. Like you should not feel bad that you hope the team turns it around. You know, I'm it, no matter oh, who yeah. it is, me no, or whoever. I'm, I'm yeah, be, you should you should be that way. That's what you should be as no, a fan. I'll be up there. I'll yeah. be up there next yeah. week, man. Like yeah. I said, I mean, whether it's a funeral or a party, I'm going to be up there next week, and we're we're gonna we're gonna be there. And like I said, I'll I'll either be cheering or I'll be fired up like Bo and, and the Bobby Knight. So yeah, I mean, it's that's just what we are. Is what we are fans, and uh, I hope we can this can get turned around here. But uh, um, we will find the coach, whether it's <laughs> this season or the next. But uh, I, my final thought is, Trev, Trev, like I said, I don't know what we're looking for, but he wanted a CEO in this coach. And, you know, I, I've been impressed with Trev as a CEO. And he he, he doesn't have the smug comment, uh, comments like, uh, uh, you know, the, the Jerry Jones of the world or maybe a Steve Peterson. But um, he definitely loves to be at practice a lot. And um, I, I – he seems like he knows how to pick some of these guys, and, and the great attribute he has is he can communicate, and that's a lot, is being able to communicate to your coaches and, yeah. and the team. Right. And he'd be a hell of a CEO <laughs> to run the team if that's what he's looking for. So. Yeah. But go Big Red, and hopefully we get him next week. Jason, we appreciate it. we got to take a break, but before we take a break, something that Jason said um, when he talked about Paul, and, and this goes back to Paul too. Yeah, that's exactly how you should be thinking. You should be processing in your brain, saying to yourself, okay, if they do this, upset Oklahoma, get a bye week, beat it. They could, hey, beat Indiana. Come on and, and beat Rutgers in Illinois. And yeah, you should be right. Then you're sitting at, you know, five and two. And no, you should be thinking that way. That's how you should process it. At the same time, there's a person across the room who will be telling you, how are you even thinking that way based off of what you've seen this team and this coaching staff and this head coach do? So there's both sides of it. I, I completely understand. Yes. And there were a bunch of upsets yesterday. And, and, and what Jimbo Fisher has done with all that talent reminds you so many other coaches with all that talent who have let themselves down and let their teams down. That's what Jimbo is. I'm not a Jimbo fan. I haven't been when he was at LSU. But, again, that's the way it works sometimes. Kelly, Jason, David, Rosie, stay right there. We'll come back. We'll continue severe reaction here on 1620 Zone.